Welcome to Hit It, the Water Skier Magazine podcast, powered by USA Water Ski and Wake Sports, where we go on the water with some of the top athletes from three events, show skiing, barefooting, and everything in between. This episode is brought to you by Visit Central Florida, the water ski capital of the world. I'm your host, Tyler Boyd. Welcome back, everybody, to the Hit It Podcast. It's 2022, and can you believe it? The good water ski nationals is already upon us. Yes, it is here, and in this episode, I had the opportunity to sit down and chat with Don Good and Regina Jaquist. We talk about the good brand, the nationals, the way good has been able to team up as the title sponsor with the nationals for the last 22 years, what the nationals means to Don and Regina, and how they continue to carry on Dave Good's vision and legacy in the sport of water skiing. This is a very, very special episode that you're not going to want to miss. Here's my interview with Don Good and Regina Jaquist. All right. Well, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, back to the Hit It podcast. We are in the virtual studio today with Don Good and Regina Jaquist. Hello, Don. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Well, thanks so much for joining the show and welcome back, Regina. Thank you. I'm glad to be back. It's fun to be here with Don Good and I'm excited about this podcast. Yeah, I'm really pumped up about this podcast. We hit this podcast right in the middle of summer. Uh, I think the South Central Regionals took place last week, along with the Southern Regionals, the Western Regionals, a couple more regionals to take place this week. And then we move right into nationals. And when I think of nationals, I think of good, good water skis has been part of the nationals for so long, Don. And, and that's really what I wanted to talk about today. We're so close to nationals and good has been the title sponsor since 2000. Man, it's hard to believe it's been that many years, but how did that relationship start? Well, that is hard to believe that it was 22 years ago. Uh, Dave saw the opportunity become available in 2000, and he just jumped on it right away. He just thought of it as a great opportunity to support the sport and give back to all his uh, customers and friends and everyone who wanted the Nationals to be a strong event. So he didn't even blink an eye on that. I was there. I saw that. And it, it's a very, uh, very confident moment that he had. Well, you know, as I was talking to Regina offline about this before the interview today, and one of the things I remember as a kid, and Regina probably could say the same thing, is running around to all the vendors' tents at all the nationals. You know, you'd get stickers, you'd get posters, you'd get autographs. But one of the things that was imprinted in my mind so early on of everything I took away from those years of being a kid running around to the vendors' tents was one day somebody came up to me and goes, have you been by the good tent? I go, I don't know what good is at that particular time. And they're like, you have got to go pick up one of their water skis. And I literally remember just going over, picking up the ski, and I almost like threw it through the tent because it was so light. And um, still that impression on me of the technology, the innovation of being just a youngster in the sport, we had never seen anything like that before. 
Well, that's true. That actually still happens sometimes. <laughs> uh, that was he, that was before he was the title sponsor because he'd gone to the nationals and had a booth probably from the very first uh, ski he made. But the people's reactions to things and his innovation, he probably really uh, thrived off of everybody's ooing and eyeing. And so I think that's an interesting thing. I, I, I know that it still happens today, though. Yeah, no, I bet it does. Well, and, and Good has consistently supported the Nationals for so long. So talk a little bit about, I mean, it's turning into a legacy. You know, the Good Nationals here uh, in, in 2022, 22 years consecutively. You talked a little bit about the value there. But um, as a consistent sponsor, what does that mean to your athletes and to the brand and to the company? Well, we are totally committed to the sport of water skiing. And that is just a way for us to show our commitment and give back to the sport. That's, we sponsor a lot of things, but that's how we can give back to the sport. And also, I mean, from a business standpoint, that's one of the biggest places that people would see the product and see other people's product and make decisions on things. And also, all of the skiers, whether they're on our ski or not, are our friends. And no matter what brand they were on, people would always say, Dave talks to everybody. Yep, because everybody's our friend. There and you go. That, that was just a wonderful place to connect with everyone from his younger years of competing to um, people who uh, were on the senior world teams, pros, young kids. It was just a great place to connect with the whole community. Well, and Regina, if you could speak to a little bit about that, I mean, a lot of people that are going to be listening to this podcast are going to be skiing in regionals and nationals. Growing up through the ranks, nationals was a very, very important tournament. What did it mean to you to compete as a youngster and, and still be out there today? You know, I know that you've worked the booth in some nationals for, for Don and, and Good. Uh, tell us a little bit about that experience. Yeah, I mean, it kind of goes back to what you were saying. As a kid, you know, it was I mean, juniors, girls won. You know, I had my older sister, Renee. So we would always look forward to the nationals because, yes, we were in the southern region. We had a lot of skiers. But at the nationals, you got to see everybody that you met and you grew so close to them. But you kind of only saw them at nationals. But just like you, I mean, one of my favorite memories is that junior is running through those booths they would have the huge tents and I would run through the booth and you had to introduce yourself to get your shirt or any type of your swag that you're getting you know oh girl's fine I'm Regina Jacobs you know and you just keep running through the booths and my sister would be along with me and that was really like the funnest part is getting all with your juniors and running through the booths and it's pretty crazy today now the juniors come up and introduce themselves to me. So it's, it's a unique situation for me to now be on both sides, but you still see it today. All these kids running through the booths, introducing themselves. So you can get their, check their name off and they can get their swag from the booths. Um, so that was one of my biggest memories, you know, and it's such a family sport. You go there with your family and then your family, all the juniors, their friends, family, you just are together the whole time. But I have a special memory because, you know, I think that's where Dave kind of started seeing me for us here as well, because he was, as much as he was working the booth, 
he also was out of the booth because I do have um I got nowadays I think we could do a podcast on just our our stories from the booth with Dave and Don but working with Don in the booth and Dave was there and Chad Scott was there we would all be in the booth and we would go ski and so Don had to man the booth all by herself and we would because Dave's if I'm skiing Dave's going to be videoing and then if Dave's skiing we're watching so poor Don always had to man the booth by herself well Dave would always go and watch the juniors too and he would always video and that's when Dave started noticing me, talking to me. And you, you saw it even the last few years when he was at nationals, he always kept his eye out for juniors. He was always watching them, watching their skis, you know, oh, I could do this, you know, in his head, he was always fixing things, you know, I can make something better for them. And so I was fortunate that Dave, I caught his eye. And from, you know, that moment on, it's been well over 20 something years I we've been together in this partnership and so I was fortunate enough for nationals to give me that opportunity as well well that's an excellent story and Don you talked a little bit about you know Dave is like almost like the water ski family gets to meet up at nationals what does nationals personally mean to you well it's interesting because um, I have a totally different story than Regina on this <laughs> I didn't start water skiing competitively until I was 43. And so I didn't qualify for I, the first year. I didn't qualify for regionals. And then I, it took, it only took me one year. I could qualify for regionals, but then I didn't qualify for nationals like for years. And I was still going to the nationals. So it was especially frustrating for me because I was at nationals. I didn't qualify for nationals. I'm there the whole 10 days. I think that that Dave seeing me in a situation where I wasn't an automatic shoe-in for qualifying for the nationals kind of broadened his entire view of water skiers and how hard it was to make the nationals and how elite the national tournament was. He felt good about the nationals being of uh, an elite tournament, but he qualified without blinking an eye. And so many, many, many people do. They're the top of their age group. But there's a lot of people like me who are on the bubble always, you know, I don't know if I'm going to make it or I am going to make it or whatever. So I think that that is um, something that Dave learned and so on. So it's interesting that Regina would bring up that I was always working in the booth. Yes, I was. <laughs> and everybody saw me for 20 years. Because I was always in the booth. Sometimes I skied, but sometimes I didn't qualify. But Dave also took this opportunity at the Nationals and many, many uh, tournaments. And Regina touched base on this a little bit. Is that he would go and video people he didn't even know. And I would just be going, what are you doing? And he said, I want to see how the ski um, is in the water. I want to see how that ski turns. And he was a student of the sport. That's what his description of himself was. He said, I'm a student of the sport. I'm always learning something. He was so serious about everything in his life. But water skiing, people couldn't believe how serious he was about it. Regina knows because we'd go out to dinner and they'd be talking skiing. Every time we go out to dinner, they're talking the finite things. So that opportunity at the Nationals, he saw many new people. He saw the families. He saw the different age groups. He saw the people that 
he didn't see all the time from all over the country. And we had a background of being from Michigan. So he knew a lot of the people from the Midwest. And when we moved out West in 2004, uh, kind of we started knowing new, new people that we never knew before because we were in the Western region. So the Nationals is a, an opportunity for people to meet other people who are your age, who are skiing kind of like you, but you never competed against them. The Nationals was pretty special. Wow, those are some great stories. Excellent. And I wanted to shift gears just a little bit. We briefly touched on this, but Dave was such a pioneer in the sport. And, you know, the innovation that took place with good over the years is just incredible. I mean, it pushed the sport to levels that we are today. And I don't think we would be there without good skis. And so I wanted to ask you, Don, what drove Dave to such innovation? It sounded like he was always videoing. He was always thinking. He was tinkering with skis. What was the motivation behind all that? Yes, you you know exactly. You know exactly that he was always looking at things and stuff like that. But Regina knows better about what his innovation and how he was driven and what he would talk about. Regina, what do you think? I mean, Dave, he he had that engineer mindset. He wanted to fix everything. But, you know, there's countless times he would watch and he, well, for instance, for me, I always found it really fascinating. He would jump in the boat, we would test skis and he's videoing. I'm like, why are you videoing my first pass? And he's like, you adapt, you adapt so fast. I have two buoys to figure out if this ski is actually gonna work. And I was just like, what do you mean you have two buoys? There's six buoys in the course, they were fine. He goes, no, no, no. This ski, it, it, this is just how quick his mind was. I have two buoys before you adapt to that ski and that you are making the ski do what you want. I need to know how that ski is supposed to ride. He knew all of this. He could see that in the blink of an eye. So two buoys on your first pass, I, he already knew if it would work or not. He would know just how the ski would float underneath him when he would jump off the platform. The, the guy was a brilliant mind and that, you know, the carbon innovation, the, the technology that he had, he was so far ahead of his game that it did propel water skiing into a quick future that we weren't expecting. But he just, he always had the mindset, like Don said just a minute ago, we would go to dinner and we literally would talk about different parts of the ski and what we would want out of the ski and how he would be able to do that. I mean, there were times I think poor Don was ready to just, you know, be done with the dinner and go, go <laughs> home and go to bed because all we did was talk about skis while we were already at the site all day talking about water skiing. You know, I mean, we've even come up with new skis off of a dinner conversation, but his mind was so brilliantly adapted to knowing what you wanted out of your ski and him being able to build it. Well, I feel like I got a front row seat on a lot of the innovation, just having the opportunity to announce some big dogs throughout the year. <laughs> and so like, I would get used to seeing podiums, just good all the way top to bottom. Good. All I just see in the pictures, whether it was nationals or big dog tournaments. And so when I went into the men three division and I hadn't skied nationals in a while, I, I literally just said, I'm not even thinking about this. I ordered a good, got my, <laughs> got my brand new good, took it out of the box, started skiing, 
didn't touch the fin, didn't do anything. And long story short, was able to take the title last year at nationals in men three with a good ski. And I said, oh, that's good it. For I, you. Yeah, I said, I'm not reinventing the wheel. I know that Dave has this figured out. Like, so and so for a while when we were juniors, Tyler, because me and Tyler grew up skiing at the same time. And as uh, for a junior for a while, there was always that slogan with good, you would pull the ski out of the box, not have to worry about it, put your bindings on and you would get six buoys. <laughs> exactly. No. And I did it and it worked. So I'm a good <laughs> testimony. Um, I am. I am so happy to hear that, that, that story we hear often where people said right out of the box, everything that was uh, stock settings and everything. And then I bet, and people get PBs and things. So I know that they, we have a huge amount of technology that didn't come to market that uh, we will be using with our team to bring products that Dave invented that okay. just didn't come to market. We have them. We have a stockpile of them. That's why we're so confident. Yeah, no, and I can't we're wait committed, for that. <laughs> and we're committed. We are committed as a group of skiers that are helping we have a team of whether they're working in the factory, whether they're skiers in the field, whether they're uh, people that are helping us sell products. Uh, I am very, very fortunate to have such a huge family of friends and customers and people. I really, really am lucky to be able to do this for the company and for Dave's memory. Yeah, well, and that's a great segue, Don, to my next question, because I want to discuss the good brand. And I understand there's a snow ski division, there's a water ski decision, uh, division. There sounds like there's technology that we haven't seen yet. So I'm really excited about that. <laughs> you probably don't want to disclose too much. We'll have to find out how that unveils itself down the road. But just tell us a little bit about the good brand. Obviously, 22 years is the title sponsor of the Nationals, but the things that are in the future for good. Well, the things that are in the future, some things we have an idea and we're going to be working towards those things, but a lot of things are developing. We have a very strong business of water skis and accessories there that you know about, but we also have um, the other half of our business is snow ski pole mainly and some snow skis, but the snow ski poles is how Dave actually started the company. He started it when he was trying to be on the U.S. ski team and he developed uh, the carbon fiber ski poles that became very successful. And he was skiing competitively personally on a different ski, obviously. And it broke down. And he thought to himself, because he was always thinking, always fixing things, I think I could make this ski better if it was made out of carbon fiber that he was using on the ski poles. So it took a few years of him tinkering in the garage but that's how it developed was he was working with carbon fiber already and it was so successful. And he was, you know, going beyond, he was thinking outside the box because Dave didn't go to college. He doesn't have an engineering degree. He just was innately brilliant. And he, he learned things about engineering that other engineers would say, we were told you couldn't do that. And he goes, but you can. <laughs> That's what he did, whether it was manufacturing, whether it was laying something up. And so that's kind of the unique story of that. So as I said, we have um, the future, I think, for good is very bright. 
Uh, we are going to continue because I'm committed to keep these skis being built for people like Regina, as an example, who counts on this for her career. But a lot of people count on it for their amateur goals. They'll be going to the nationals. They're not, they're not traveling the world, but it's the, the, really the water ski community has been um, so supportive of me, but I'm supporting them too, because I see how much they love their ski and how important it is for their happiness. Absolutely. And as a uh, and and you know on the new technology, I'll probably take it out of the box, and who knows, I'll I'll go past the nationals and have to get into this <laughs> over thirty five year old worlds thing. There you um, go. Yeah, you this. The yeah, senior no, worlds is fun, super yeah. fun. I haven't competed in it, but Dave and I went to the senior worlds every two years. Okay. He competed in it. He competed in the senior worlds. Sometimes he didn't qualify, but that kind of is an interesting story because he started um he skied very well but he started kind of falling off like many people he was 63 62 at the time and he knew that the only way he could qualify for the senior worlds was if he started tricking and jumping <laughs> so he started at age 62 wow and guess what he qualified as a three eventer and then at the senior pan ams he actually got a bronze medal in trick. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I did not know that story. That's incredible. Yes. So we um, have always sponsored the Senior Worlds in one way or another. And so we are sponsoring it this year. We have lots of people around the world who loved seeing Dave at the booth, always talked to him because they didn't see him. So we always went to many, many places, but Dave skied in them personally. And um, I'm hoping to go to as many of those things as possible, but traveling is more difficult for many reasons. One reason is COVID. Second reason is I used to have a personal pilot, Dave, and we flew in literally to the airport that was kind of just down the road from wherever we were going. So we flew all over the place all the time. Everybody mentioned that. They just said, you're everywhere. Well, I'm trying to be many places, but I can never do that again. Sure, sure. Well, just an incredible story about taking it up three eventing in your 60s. I don't think I've ever heard of that. No, Much no, less get a bronze medal at a Pan Am. Yeah. Oh yeah. my goodness. <laughs> yeah. um, he was a very, he took life very seriously. Regina knows this very seriously. Whether it was tricking, he practiced all the time. Another story you don't know is that he developed in our garage a slalom trainer and a trick trainer that he yes. literally worked on like every day that he could practice the swing in the winter. And he yes, and he practiced tricking. We still have those two devices. Wow. Martin Coleman is using the trip trainer. Unbelievable. Yep. Unbelievable. I, I, had, I had no idea all this no, was going on. I know, you know. So he probably would have tried to get a patent on those two things. Well, yeah, any anything that could reduce trick falls too. I'm all for that. <laughs> yeah, so for he that. developed, <laughs> he developed an enormous trick ski. It's a 54-inch that a lot of senior men, men mainly, I, I don't know if any senior women did it, but senior men who watched Dave 
They're just like, I, I want one of those because Dave could slow the boat down so much that he would not fall and give himself a concussion. Yeah. He said, I am not going to have a concussion, so I'm going to go slower. So I need a bigger, bigger trick ski. And the bigger so trick ski wouldn't catch the edges as much. So he could just get through his run and practice and learn backs and 180s and 360s without catching the edges. So it was a brilliant idea, but that just goes to show how yeah. he's looking at things and such a different eye than we yes. look at things. He's looking at, well, I don't, nobody wants to fall, right? But yeah. we all say, well, it's part of the process. He's like, well, right. no, that's not part of the process. I can bypass that. That's yeah. right. Here is the 54-inch good trick ski comes and out. That, and then it boosts the consistency so you have more fun because you stand Absolutely. up at the tournament. <laughs> yeah. So I we, love it. We sell that product. We have a full line of trick skis. And um, it's all because, really, Dave wanted to learn how to trick. Wow. That's an incredible <laughs> that's true. story. <laughs> that is an incredible story. Well, Don, I wanted to ask you about the Dave Good Foundation. Why was it created and what is the mission? So obviously I started the foundation when Dave died, but uh, we could have done it sooner, I suppose. But Regina and I work on that and a couple other people who have helped me tremendously in setting up the website and making decisions about things. But we were going to... Um, give back to the sport of water skiing and also to entrepreneurs. Dave considered himself an entrepreneur. He was an inventor. And so um, I have established two ongoing uh, scholarships at the moment. One is through the USA Water Ski Foundation. And um, it goes to a Midwestern skier. It was just announced. There was just an email about the person who just got that. So that's the second recipient for the water skiing. And then I also set up a, a scholarship through the University of Utah, through the business school. They have a huge entrepreneurial program at the University of Utah. It just is uh, funny that I did it at the University of Utah. That's my alma mater. Dave did not go to college. We happen to live in Utah and they have the best entrepreneurial program. Just coincidentally, you know, it's my alma mater. But I also... Uh, you know, I wanted to find a place. If he would have gone to college, I probably would have picked that school. But um, that is given to um, someone in that program. And that was just um, announced. And that will be ongoing for as long as till the money runs out, I guess. So I um, went to college and, and Dave didn't because he was trying to be on the U.S. snow ski team. But he always said that he would have gone to college if he wouldn't have pursued that personal dream, but the ankle injury stopped him from that. And that's what caused him to start the company. So while he was doing that, I was actually going to college and I was on the snow ski team, but then I got a master's degree at Cornell. And that's why I have a background. People don't understand that I have a marketing background and I have a business background. So that's why I could, I, I also worked with Dave. Everyone knows that we worked as a team for 20 years. And so that's how I could step into his shoes. Excellent, excellent. And you mentioned Regina's involvement in the foundation. What has Regina meant to the good brand? I don't wanna make Regina's head explode, but <laughs> she, um, she has always been like part of the family. She, she and I have talked about this. This is not something that she doesn't know. And a lot of people know that we are very, very close personally. 
And we also had a very strong business relationship. She and Dave did, but she, she and I were always very good friends on the other side. Like if we were at dinner, they were talking at thin settings at one end, but then she would come down and talk to me about life down at the other end of the table. But when the accident happened, she rushed to me and um, has supported me ever since. Yeah. yeah. And she's taken each day at a time and she has filled Dave's shoes wonderfully. And, you know, I know he's happy of everything that she's done. And she is getting this company and taking it by the, I mean, just full force and done an amazing job. So she's got to be very happy with herself. That's such a good story. Thank you for that. <laughs> yeah. That that's such a good story. And Don, I wanted to tell you one of the, I remember one of the big dogs going back to the, the big dogs experience. It was uh, in Michigan. It was cold. We were, at, we had just finished the tournament. We're breaking down the tournament. There's not a soul on site. And I always say as announcer, as long as no one's complaining, you got to think you're doing a pretty good job. Right. And uh, <laughs> I just remember, and I can still see it in my mind. You know, it's, it's sometimes that it, you know, it could be a thankless job. We, you know, we do it and, and, and we love the athletes. We love the sport. And, and, and uh, obviously I love doing those big dogs. And I just remember breaking down everything, getting everything ready, all packed up. And Dave drove by in his rental car. You were right there. And, you know, just as nice as can be with all the encouragement in the world. He goes, you know, I just really want to thank you for coming out and announcing this event. And <laughs> that stuck with me, like still to this day, like, you know, so many people and, you would think, well, you know, he's the owner of a company. He's got all these things going on. The last thing he wants to do is probably think the announcer for the tournament, but he did. And he did every time that I talked to him. And so from the encouragement standpoint, I just wanted to let you know, like, I still carry those moments. Um, and I know those faces and those people that would be a voice of encouragement throughout the years. And Dave was one of those people just always there. just Like, hey, thanks for being here. That is such a nice story. And it's absolutely true. Dave did that to everybody and everybody would say, kind of have the same reaction you did. Did Dave good just thank me? Did yeah, Dave just yeah. tell me I did a good job? <laughs> yes, he did because that was who he was. He appreciated everyone. He knew how much everything made a, an event good. And whether it's announcing, whether it's the scoring, whether it's the judges, the drivers, he appreciated everybody and he knew how hard it was because he also did all those things. He was a senior driver. He was a Pan Am. He was a senior judge. He was a TC and he was a senior scorer. Wow. Everywhere we went, we, he was like everything. Oh, and he skied. Oh, and he ran a company. Yeah. 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 Well, <laughs> but would drew, always walk drew. around with a smile on his face. That's always, always had a smile. When you yeah. and you talk about all of the volunteer roles, when you throw out TC, I know yeah. that's some serious duty. I mean, that is that is a big time thing. So unbelievable. Uh, well, I'm just really down to my last couple of questions. And, and uh, Don and Regina, I'd like you to answer these. Um, this is the hundredth year of water skiing, believe it or not. Crazy to think about it. But Don, what does the centennial of water skiing mean to you? Well, uh, when I saw that question, I wish that Dave could have answered that because Dave knew the history. Dave, would, Dave knew the history of everything like that. 
he would tell you what day they were on a certain lake, how the skis were being built, the history of the people, because he loved history. And so thinking of it through his eyes, you know, he just was proud of being part of a sport that wasn't as well known as many other sports. It's kind of a young, a hundred years, really kind of a young thing. He basically, I, I did, I learned to ski when I was nine. And so basically I have skied half the time of water skiing has been around. That's just as mind boggling. <laughs> so I think it's pretty cool That's to be awesome. a part of a sport that people love so much and for it to only be a hundred years old. Sure. Yeah. It, it's incredible to think about Regina. What, what do you think when you think of the centennial water skiing? Yeah, I, it's, it's actually amazing, you know, to think we're only a hundred years into our sport, but, um, you know, I, it's a very crazy question, but I was awarded the IWWF female athlete, uh, quarter century skier of the year. I got the Washington magazine recently about the centennial event and all these people that I looked up to all the history of our sport, you know, the, the Dina Mackle, the Andy Mackle, the, um, just all of them. I mean, they were all in this magazine and I'm flipping through it. And I'm like, there I am. <laughs> I'm like, well, this is weird. Um, <laughs> for this, you know, the centennial part one, I'm not done. I'm still skiing. I'm going to keep going because I have a lot more plans to go, but I just find it amazing. And yes, there were a lot of athletes that you see in the magazine for the sport being only a hundred years old and to think where we're at the technology wise, not just with the boats, but the innovation of the skis, you know, that's why the athletes are where they are. And I, I have Dave good to think because my whole career, I've been on a good ski and I had him as like my, you know, my father of water skiing. And he really was always at, you know, of course, my parents and my, my family, my sister, they were always at the events, but Dave would always be there too. And he literally was always videoing it. I don't know where these videos are. I'm sure they're on some <laughs> one of God's, but there are videos of me and all of that videoing that he took. And then he would listen to me constantly because I would call and say, I need this. I want that, you know, all these things. He innovated these the, the skis and the technologies for us to break barriers, for us to, you know, be at four and a half or 41 off that you wouldn't think a five foot four girl would be at, you know? So I really thank him for the legacy that is in process right now with my ski career. And so I think when I think of Centennial, you know, we're only a hundred years, but thank you to Dave and yeah. good water skiing that's why we're so far ahead of the game at a hundred years. I could not agree more. That that's amazing. <laughs> Don, this one might be a, a little more difficult to answer because you got to narrow it down. What is your favorite water skiing memory? Water skiing or at the nationals? It could be at the nationals as well. However you want to take it. So I, I have been to so many tournaments and, and in so many different capacities that really the thing that um, I have so many memories that are so wonderful, whether they were for me personally skiing or watching somebody else, but probably the most impactful thing was at the nationals in 2020 when we were at Bennett's and COVID had happened and we didn't know what was going to happen. And 
I was going to be going there for the first time by myself. And uh, Regina was there, of course, to support me. And so were many other people, thank goodness. Regina was skiing in the open women, of course. And I was watching her from the sidelines, just like Dave would have. I was not videoing, however. And I was watching her and she won and she dropped kind of near where I was. And I waited till all these people ran up to her and congratulated her and stuff. Dave would have been in the water <laughs> and, and I would have been videoing. I mean, a fact, and, and no one would dispute this. And so that was not happening. And this is the first time for her too. She's walking out of the water and Dave's not in the water and I'm not videoing, I'm standing there. And so she came and she came up to me and we hugged for maybe five minutes. <laughs> it was a long time. And we were sobbing yeah. and everyone saw it. And I will never forget that. And then she, to put icing on the cake, gives me her gold medal. And I said, what are you doing? And she goes, I'm giving this to you. And I said, why? And she goes, because you deserve it. Yep. And you do. <laughs> So that probably is my most memorable time of water skiing. Wow, that that is an incredible story. Um, Regina, what is your favorite water skiing memory? <laughs> hard, hard to follow one. up on that one. That's a, that one takes the cake. I don't know if you could do better. I know, I can't read that. But you know, on that note, every time now, since that moment at Nationals, Whenever Dawn has been at the tournament that I'm competing in, she now is the first one to be. And it's funny because she's like, she'll even tell people that are coming down to the water. I get her first. <laughs> and that's our thing now. So, you know, that is definitely a memory, too, that I hold very dear. And it's very special to my heart. And, you know, my, my family was there, too. My parents, you know, I mean, everybody knew how hard and how raw those emotions were for us. but. Yeah, that's definitely a special, special one that you'll take, you know, yeah. forever. And it, 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 yeah. it goes, it goes back to that point that water skiing is just an extension of your family, right? <laughs> exactly. And yeah, it really is. Yeah. My memories, gosh, I, I've been so fortunate because I've had such a great career. You know, my juniors have been amazing. I had collegiate nationals experience with you, Tyler, with ULM. And, you know, now I'm in a pro side and, um, you know, having such an amazing career on the professional side and world records and world championships. So it's just hard to pinpoint one great memory and coming off of Don's memory. That's a hard one. But, you know, I, I kind of think it's always something about the nationals and the moment you're getting your medals and your awards, you know, Dave and Don would always present the medals. So you're, you're, you, you get on the podium and you're excited. You have to run down to the podium and here's Dave and Don giving the, the medals and they have good on the ribbon. They're really unique medals. That has always been such a highlight, even to, for me to this day as a pro, but now I get to help Don give these medals out and it's really cool for me because I also am as water as we all know we can't water ski by ourselves it takes a village to get us to where we're at so all of my friends are competing you know at nationals and you cheer for them so hard and you want them to get on the podium you want them to win because this is their pro level this is as high as they're going to get they're not going to have 
pro tournaments every weekend or any of that. That is it for them. So when I see my friends on the podium, I know how hard they've worked to work together to get there. It's an amazing experience. And it's one that we all get to share together. That is a cool perspective. And I am so happy that I have one of those medals that I have the good <laughs> ribbon on it and I display it proudly at my house. Um, well, Don, this has just been an incredible interview and I wanna give you a handoff where people can find you, obviously Good Skis, the website and the best way to contact you guys. Well, so we have the website good.com <laughs> and uh, any and social media, we're on Instagram and, and Facebook and they can always contact us through the website and we're, and we, oh, and so another way, another wonderful way is that they can go on the website and sign up for the email that we send out periodically that has product information, has uh, information about different athletes uh, and different successes we've had. So um, that would be my suggestion. Don, Regina, this has been a pleasure. This has been an amazing podcast. I know our listeners are going to be thrilled to listen to this. And everything leads up to Mystic Lakes, Mays, Kansas, August 7th through the 13th. So hope to see everybody there. Yeah, and hope you guys stop at the booth. Yeah, stop yeah, down at the booth. Up. Yeah, we'll all be there. Thank Alrighty. you. Thank you so much. Thanks. Thanks for listening and come back and catch future episodes as we chat with water ski legends and current stars from each of the sports disciplines as we celebrate 100 years of water skiing. Thanks again to our sponsor, Visit Central Florida. And don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. We'll see you next time.